Hello, Latinos in Clinical Research. Welcome back to a very special series that we're doing, uh, Career Pathways in Clinical Research. And we've got uh, Ashley Margot on, and we're going to talk about her career pathway. And the reason why we're doing this is we want to share similarities, maybe for, uh, for the audience members out there, as to what is possible for your career pathway. Maybe you're somewhere on this journey. Maybe you're at the beginning. Maybe you're at the middle. Maybe you're even near the end. Uh, so we, we, we plan on interviewing other members from Latinos in Clinical Research as well to discuss the career pathway. So welcome, Ashley. How's it going? Hey, Dan, Judy. Good, good. Busy, but good. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to interview you. Myself and Judy are going to interview you about your career. Uh, and then Monica's going to join as well and ask you questions about your career. So I guess let's start with uh, right after college, which is where most people start their careers. Mm-hmm. Where, like, did you know about clinical research during college? Uh, no, I did not know about clinical research during college at all. Um, and actually, uh, for most people, yes, it does start definitely right after college. Uh, but I, I definitely must say that I started working since I was 19 in the clinical industry. So that clearly, you know, had a very positive impact coming out of college because most people do come out and have difficulty, you know, getting a job due to career experience and not having any. Um, so if I could give any, you know, advice to anybody if you're in college, if you're new and Latinos in clinical research is new to you, um, highly suggest trying to do an internship or something that gets your feet wet, whether it's free or paid or not. Um, but yeah, so I uh, was in the clinical uh, healthcare industry for about 10 years. I came out and I, um, I was from a rural area, so I really wanted some opportunities. And what I ended up doing is I applied for a bunch of jobs, uh, public health and clinical um, in throughout the state of Texas. And I got um, a job as a clinical data specialist in Austin, Texas, representing uh, UT Southwestern Medical Center. Um, initially was not necessarily what I wanted at all, to be quite honest. I wanted something straight off the bat with a CRO or a sponsor. More specifically, I was looking at sponsor. Um, however, you know, obviously I didn't have the exact background that they wanted. So I thought that going with UT, Southwest, UT Southwestern Medical Center would be really great because they have a good background. They, they're known for research and they're known for their uh, different Nobel laureates that they have. And so I felt like as a name wise, you know, it'd be very good backing. So I was there for about two years when I, you know, started to finally, you know, understand research and do some, you know, little bit more digging into it. And then, um, I started to get involved with organizations, a big plus, it's a huge must that people must do, I think, for networking purposes, but also, you know, that it's just, you know, it looks good, right? Um, and so did that, got some certs on the side uh, by myself and started to apply like crazy. And um, fortunately, you know, here I am today uh, with the major global CRO as a, a remote site monitor. Um, yeah, I mean, Took a bit, took some time, right? But I think that if you know how to use your background and use your skill set and kind of sell yourself in that aspect and how it works with the clinical research industry, you can easily get a position anywhere. Yeah, that's interesting, actually, because the other founders of Latinos in Clinical Research were all business owners. And then you're an employee, but you have the same mindset we do. You just happen to not 
own a well you do own a business i guess we could talk a little bit about that too because there are people out there who are entrepreneurs that are employees as well they're called intrapreneurs and i'm glad that you're sharing your your story because there's probably other people in the same situation as you right now like hey i'm working for somebody but i really feel like you know i can be an entrepreneur as well that's mm-hmm. who i am so talk to us a little bit about the options that you've created for yourself as far as becoming more of a generalist and, um, you know, creating different opportunities for yourself. Yeah, for sure. Um, so having like all the networking and all of that, uh, as I was getting to know you and, and all the other uh, co-founders here in Latinos Clinical Research, um, I was also, you know, offering to do videos with you, right? And, and also, you know, uh, offering my time to also, you know, teach for the academy, and, um, you know, again, like I'm, I'm a huge proponent on you give work on giving and you shall receive over time. Right. And so um, it's definitely paid back. I have a bigger following now. I have more presence online. Um, and that wasn't something I was trying to do. It just kind of happened. Um, however, I will say that I've always ran organizations. It, literally, I've been presidents of organizations all the way since high school into college and now. So I've always liked to do my own thing. I've always felt like I can organize things better or I can learn from other people and maybe even tweak it better. Um, So it's just something that kind of has always been there. And uh, this whole thing with my side business, uh, the AIM approach where I assist people with the documentation for applying to jobs in the industry, both clinical and research, Um, But also, you know, assisting with interviews and things like that, that just kind of happened because I, um, once I was in, I was in HR prior in the, in the clinical industry, but also with my, you know, back and forth experience with interviews. And I realized, you know, everything kind of had a similar feel what they were looking for. And I kind of understood what people weren't doing and, um, you know, just kind of test run. And, and it just turns out that people actually have this issue this problem with not knowing how to get through whether it's on their documentation or in person um and uh, it's always worked for me so i just kind of started helping people and then you're the one that told me you can you know monetize it people actually need this and so i tried it and it's worked out and now i'm linked up with the crc academy and you know here i am also running the latinos in clinical research uh organization with you all and it's been quite a ride. <laughs> yeah, we'll let we'll let Judy and Monica ask questions, but I gotta ask you. Okay, yeah. you're one of the most organized people <laughs> I've ever met, uh, <laughs> to like a level, like a, a alien level. Uh, <laughs> did you always did you always have this, like since yeah. you were a kid, or did you develop this? No, since I was a kid, like okay. literally. Um, I, I mean, high school. I was <laughs> I was the president of the Business Professionals of America and I represented Texas. I was a 12 that represented Texas on the national level. And then while I was doing that, I was also uh, the president of the, the whole student uh, student society. So of the government student government body. And I also uh, did I also did, you know, things like um, I did the, the MC at Pepper Alley's when I got to college. I ran the PPA society. So, yeah, I was I was everywhere. So you're a natural everywhere. extrovert and yes. organized, which is like a rare combo because you, 
they organize people are introverts right uh mm -hmm. usually i don't know well i definitely love my alone time but when i'm not alone i thrive so it, i think i'm a good mix I, could, i would definitely say that all right judy and monica let's ask ashley questions about her <laughs> career pathway and maybe where she wants to go also yeah um so i guess you know every, now that you've been in the industry for a while what recommendations would you give to others um that maybe kind of want to go a similar path you are on um, um well definitely again uh and i don't say this just because one of the co-founders latinos in clinical research but it doesn't matter what organization you're involved in get involved um yeah One of our videos we just did, you know, uh, he he's a founder as well. And he himself said as a Latino that, you know, it's almost impossible to get where you want to get without knowing somebody. And it's very true, very, very true. And so, um, I mean, I, I know I would have gotten the position that I got. However, I wouldn't be in this sphere involved if I wouldn't have reached out to Dan, right? So although one door was still open for me, it also reached out to another door that now led me to more people that means more connections and now ultimately you know two business deals and and you know 30 years old and doing all this uh, I wouldn't have, I honestly did not see myself doing this but it's the best combination and I think that if you're open to being open then more opportunities will present itself to you and you can choose you know you don't have to hope and you know think that maybe if I get this or if I get that you'll have opportunities and options right and that's i think the the goal that everybody should look for to have a thing to choose from mm -hmm. sure what do you think make you so structured like i mean uh, um so organized and then obviously uh that that also make you uh like kind of goal oriented person um what do you yeah. think was the 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 how can I say the key factor that made you like that um so uh I think it's because I think at some at some point a long time ago uh I had a really it's, it's so 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 long ago but um really young I kind of I was in the gifted and talented and then some stuff happened and I kind of fell behind my classmates that were very close friends and I remember you know hating the fact or knowing that like I was going to miss out. And so um, ever since then, pretty much my goal is always, you know, not necessarily the not goal, but the fear of missing out. So I felt like, okay, if I'm organized and I'm structured and I make sure that I'm on top of what I'm doing and I understand what's happening and I just fix and, and structure it a certain way, then there's no reason for me to miss out on anything, you know? So if it's important to you, you'll make it happen. And, you know, you'll just make it work, right? Regardless of how tiring or stressful it is, you know, you take it a day by day. And ultimately, you know, if you go to sleep, like, like that, that was a good day, or that was a, a productive or awesome day. And I got so much done. And I met so many people. And I can only imagine how tomorrow's going to be like, if I go to sleep like that, I feel good. And that's just, you know, and I've been getting that definitely much more often lately with everything we've been doing. And, and, you know, all, all of what the future is definitely holding in for us as a, with the organization. So yeah, it's, it's, it's very, um, it gives back a lot, I think. And do you think that has been um, important um, characteristic 
that make you, uh, I mean, be successful and bring you to the position that you already are? Yes, yes, because I also, I'm also, um, I also believe that doesn't matter what stage you are in. So, for instance, the stage of, uh, let's say, uh, we're applying to a job. Um, I'm never in the phase of like, okay, I'm applying for a job. I'm, I don't have a job, or I just want to get into this industry. I'm already, I'm always thinking about what I'm going to do once I have it. Right. I'm always two steps ahead because I've, I'm a huge believer in manifestation. And it's all it's honestly always worked for me since I was younger. I've always thought like that. And it's always happened. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't call myself lucky. I just think that when you start planning or start thinking like you have it already, you make moves that are necessary to be that person. Right. And um, so long as you're doing that, you mold yourself to be the person you want in the next year, two years, months, however you want to look at it. Um, somebody's going to pick up on it and somebody's going to see your potential and then it's just going to go from there. And as long as you're moving forward like that, you'll be fine. So most definitely it's definitely, it's really worked for me. I mean, I haven't even been a year in the CRO and I'm already getting lots of recognition and um, it's because I, you know, I'm already looking at what I want to be in the next year. Right. And I'm doing all these things to, to make that happen. And so, Yeah. <laughs> And my point with that, asking you that is because I would like people to know out there that it's not uh, the end. I mean, it's not just the goal um, mm -hmm. that that seems sometimes unreachable. It's the way or the path that you create yourself to reach out to that goal. Absolutely. So, so I think I think it's important to to besides having the goal being organized and kind of plan the strategy to do it, uh, that, that everybody every that everybody will be able to achieve any goal they want, especially in this industry, as mm -hmm. long as they uh, they just design their path. <laughs> exactly, and I, I, mean, I do want to say this: I had a good job before this industry, but I was definitely not happy at it at all. Like I was miserable. Um, not because it was a bad job. No, some people actually really want that kind of job. And it's, you know, person, each person to their own, but I was miserable. And I did not want that position at all. Like I said, I just, I was aware that coming out of college, I was going to have to sacrifice a little bit to get where I wanted to go. And sacrificing the kind of job I had to, to do, you know, um, if it was in the industry, because public health, that's not necessarily the exact path I wanted. Um, I was willing to sacrifice my time to learn and network and, you know, do what was needed to be done to get to where I wanted to be. And although, you know, um, I do appreciate every opportunity I've gotten because it definitely was a very good opportunity. I just, it wasn't for me. And um, I still am very grateful for that. So for those that are struggling and that feel very, um, you know, unhappy where they are, you know, regardless, it doesn't matter what position you're in or what, everybody feels their own way and it, you're not alone in that. And just understand though that to get where you want to go, you have to like, you, you have to sacrifice, you have to struggle. I mean, good things don't come easy. They don't, at least I don't think so. And so if you can grasp that and really hold that mentality and say, okay, well, the fact that I'm not having it easy right now, that lets me know that somewhere down the line very soon I'm going to have what I want I'm in the process right and that's how I keep my mindset um just reminding myself where I'm at in that stage and and it actually gets me excited because I'm like okay well if I'm not happy right now I'm going to be very very happy soon so let's just let's just move forward you know let's keep moving you know that's kind of how I look at it and so I guess to to ask you where what do you see or like what do you want to do in the next few years like what do you see yourself doing what's on your goals what, your list of goals that you want to achieve 
So uh, obviously I want Latinos in clinical research to, to have a very, very uh, broad expanded viewpoint with uh, different areas within the, not just the clinical research industry, but you know, I'd like news networks to know about us. I'd like, I'd like it to be on a very massive scale. Um, part of where my organization comes in hand, right? Um, I'd like my, uh, my company to, uh, my side company to be helping tons of people, but also college students and, and more preferably as far down as high school students. And so that's kind of a plan I'm actually working on the side little by little. Um, but with the industry itself, uh, I want to be a consultant and I would like very much to be in the AI biotech sector. That's really like my ultimate goal right now. What I'm doing to mold myself is, um, you know, I'm very fortunate. My CRO uh, provides, you know, academy trainings and things like that. So uh, I am doing all that I can to take these side trainings in, you know, um, different aspects uh, with, uh, you know, the biotech sector, as well as uh, specifics in, you know, uh, gene therapy and all those kinds of things, uh, CNS. Because again, you know, it's like Dan said, and, and like we all keep continue to say, generalists are gonna pretty much, I, I think, run the world. And I feel like I already have a very good foundation for that. I just need to now diversify my specialty knowledge, right? And so that's kind of my focus in the meantime, two, maybe three years from now, go that route. But during that, during this time, I'm going to just be building brick by brick. I'm gonna be building my wall, ultimately creating this empire or foundation, however you want to put it. Um, but that's how I do it. You know, um, that's what I'm focused on right now. And you missed, you missed a really good, I'm going to do shameless plug clinical research yeah. circle. If <laughs> you're talking about generalists with biotech, Greg Johnson. Oh yes. Yeah. I, I saw it. I'll send you the replay. I'll send you the replay, but actually <laughs> Uh, I'm glad people have the opportunity to follow your career specifically, and I'm glad we featured you first, because in many ways, as you're talking, I feel like you're the most relatable member to the audience, uh, because myself, Judy, Monica, I mean, we're, we're site owners. It's kind of like a super niche and I would say 80% of our audience are not interested necessarily in site ownership. Mm -hmm. they, they, they might be interested in what we have to say, but they're, they can't relate like they can to you. Yeah. You're somebody who came out public health. Then you're working for a CRO sponsor. You know, you're a lot more relatable, not to mention you, you're the most recent experience from our members. So people get to like follow your career uh, throughout all our Zooms and all that. So I'm excited for this. And uh, Ashley definitely knows what she's doing online and with LinkedIn. And just go check out her LinkedIn if you want to network with her. She's also, I hear, I hear she's very big on Clubhouse. This is what I hear. <laughs> I hear a rumor. I hear a rumor. Yeah, right, Monica? A, yes. I like lead introductions. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, right. thank, you. thank you ashley judy monica anything else you want to ask ashley no no i think we, yeah no i think you gave us a good <laughs> background and hopefully uh, motivation for others that view we're all going to follow that. the link to ashley's linkedin is underneath the video go follow and then stay tuned for the other members of licr career journey and then if you want to be featured uh, on this series, just email us. Um, 
I don't even know what a good email address is. Find one of us and send us a message <laughs> and uh, we'll feature you too. So thank you guys for watching and listening. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Ashley, the people's yeah. champ, the relatable one. That'll oh be your God. new nickname. <laughs> the relatable uh, one. The relatable one. I don't know. Maybe we'll find a better one. I don't know if that yeah. sounds good. Okay. But you, you, you get the gist. So thank you, yeah. guys. Thank you, Ashley. I appreciate it. And thank you, everybody, for watching. Catch you all later. Bye-bye. Thank you.